Welcome back to the Rice and Slice Go Show podcast. My name is Sio. Gentlemen, to my right is Chenji Meng. Welcome to episode 46. What is going on, Chenji? What? This is a golf podcast. Um, if you're not watching and you're listening to this, thank you for listening. You know, uh, if, if you are watching, Chen, or if you're not watching, Chenji's wearing a Derby County football shirt for some reason. What? what I did it. First of all, I've, been, I've I've known you for three years. I have never seen you in a Derby County football shirt when you lived in Derby. So why are you wearing one now? Please, uh, dude. The f- the first thing I did when moving to Derby was to buy a Derby County shirt so I could blend in. So I thought this is like. I mean, I think uh, I haven't done laundry in a while, and I thought <laughs> I'd wear this. <laughs> that makes sense. Now that you're saying it, it does make sense. No, but all but also let's go Rams. Come on, you Rams. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Three years ago, yes. Now, mate, I don't know. It's all, it's all going a bit downhill. I don't know. It just felt a bit nostalgic, to be fair. So, like, you know, um, looked at some, was uh, was uh, kind of clearing up my phone, looking at some old videos, and looked at all the stuff that we recorded back in Kettleston. So, just thought, like, you know, felt a bit nostalgic. Well, I mean, l- listen, if you want to come back, we'll, we'll have you. If you want to come back, I will happily join Kettleston if you come back and join Kettleston again. I will happily, oh, mate, I would love that so much. That would make that'd my be, year. Be, dude, we play every day. Like, literally every day, wouldn't we? We would. It's, it's, it's you. You're the problem, Chenji. It's not me. You're, you you want the corporate life in London. You sound like you sound like a bitter ex. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> I think I am a little bit bitter. I think I am a little bit bitter. <laughs> well, this, this, this feels like a bit of a therapy start, session. <laughs> start, starting the podcast on a very uh, somber note. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do, I do miss having you around. I'm not gonna lie. I see you once a week. Oh man, dude! You know, it would be nice. Is there, is there, like, realistically, is there any chance that you would ever come back to Derby? I'll probably buy a house there when I get super filthy rich. Oh yeah, but that's membership, membership at JCB. You know, imagine that. Buy the whole, buy buy the whole course. Uh, news, <laughs> lo- local news. I will tell you now. Horsley Lodge is up for sale. So I'm just saying. If you all no way, money, is yeah. it actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you if we all want to put our money together and invest and buy a golf course, we could legit do that, you know. Wait, imagine. I'm sure we can do some crypto kind of cryptocurrency kind of stuff, like you know, issue some issue some crypto that's linked to a golf course, and like you know, raise some money that everybody like you know owns a piece of a golf course. You could legit <laughs> or like start an NFT. Hold on, I had to mess well, that. actually, speaking of which, I guess this is something actually interesting that we never talked about in this uh, podcast. What is I that? I think somebody in somebody in the US was trying to do exactly that. Basically, like you know, using NFTs to purchase a golf club and make it into like a whole, you know, both digital and in-person golf experience. So essentially, like you know, they would, you know, you would create this whole like you know what's it called DAO, like DAO, decentralized, yeah, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. something, something, and. Um, yeah, issue issue memberships in the form of NFT tokens, and every owner, like depending on what kind of level you're purchasing it at, right? You know, you either had uh, digital membership privileges, or you had like you know both in person and digital privileges if you paid a bit more. So which meant you could go to the course and play the course. So your membership was proven by that little token. So um, I, li- I like the idea. That I, I, I like the idea as well. Imagine if there's like. Imagine going to Horsley Lodge, like we've completely gone off topic, but imagine going to Horsley Lodge and saying to all the members, we will, all the, like, it would be like a members owned golf club. So all the members invest some money. I don't know. Every member puts 
well, say say that it's going to be so much money. It's going to be so much money. I wonder if I can like blag my way in and like call and somehow find out how much Horsley Lodge is going for. Do we, I think we should do that because look, some of the best courses in the world, right? You know, that's exactly how they operate. You know, like it's you know, like for example, one of the newer ones in London called the Wis- the Wisley, a new membership. Like a joining fee is like five hundred thousand pounds, or like almost like a million pounds, or something like that. It's something ridiculously silly, yeah. And essentially, basically, like you know, the founding members have, um, you know, used the pooled funds to basically buy the club, and you know, the annual fees, just like Augusta, for example, yeah. is just like literally okay. This is how much we've spent to maintain the golf course to host these events, and um, this is like you know, this is your your part of the bill. So this is your proportion of the bill. So there is no membership fee. Listen, literally all of your money is just there to maintain the course. You have the voice and the know-how to be able to call Horsley Lodge. Is it is it like an un- un- unethical thing to do? Which, what do you mean, unethical thing? Just do it. Do, of course not. Of course for not. You it's like, call, you know, doing, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Doing wait. it for the we're doing it for the gram. Yeah. So you, you call Horsley Lodge and you pretend like you're interested in buying the place. And you're like, just like curiosity, how much, you know, how many acres? I mean, you could black this easy. And you're like, how what many acres mean? land am I buying? I'd be like, call how up. Much? Oh, hello. Hello, Stace. You don't even need lock. to put a voice on. Your voice is already pushing <laughs> off. You're fine. You don't need to put a, an old man British voice on. Oh. You don't need that. I, I, I would be delighted to make an offer to your golf club if you let that, me know the price. See, now you sound like a prank, but you could legit with your normal voice be like, hi, my name is Chenji Meng. I'm calling on no, behalf like, of some rich people. Uh, we heard um, that your golf like, is up dude, for sale. Put on, put, on my, put on my best Chinese accent and be like, hello, I'm, I'm representing the Chinese investor. Uh, I want to buy <laughs> you, your golf club. You can't even do for... a good Chinese voice. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a better posh voice than a Chinese voice. It's so funny. I think, I think, you should do, I think we should do that. I think you should call up. All right, like, all right let's do this. Let's do this. And then honestly, like, you know, let's create, let's create, let's, let's, you know, crypto this and what, what buy if a golf we, course. We, we, I don't know, man. I, what what if there's like a way of like everybody chipping in and buying a golf course? Obviously, it sounds a lot easier than what it is. But mate, I would happily pay like I don't know. I would put a lot of money that I don't have into this and be like, I don't know, owning owning your own golf course. I, I mean, it's not just you. There's there's like hundreds of other people. But I think it's pretty cool, man. You could yeah, I mean, look, you know, they tried to do this in the US and I'm not sure, like, you know, I think we should do some research on this for the next episode and then I'm like, going you know, to talk about it as well. So, um, and obviously get like, you know, the pricing of, you know, how much the golf club would cost and uh, <laughs> maybe we'll even get to do this in real life. I don't know if that's some, yeah. That would, would, would you move back to Derby if we ended up buying Horsey Lodge? If there yes, was any man. way? Can you imagine? Actually, I'll tell you what, I would, do, I would do that. Dude, if we get like some serious followers in this podcast and then we buy a bloody like golf course, yeah, 100%, you're, I'd you're, quit my bloody go, career. You're, like, go, you're going a bit too far. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I think there's definitely a way of getting the members involved and like pulling in funds and buying the golf course off the corporation or whoever owns it. I'm sure, and plus, yeah. it's not going to be, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously you know way more about business than I do. But let's say, let's say, mate, you're literally a businessman. You're yeah, literally a I businessman. Have, no, I, there's nowhere near compared to the levels that you that you deal with, right? <laughs> so let's say, for argument's sake, the the course is valued at let's say five million pounds, and you're not just going to pay five million pounds up front. 
it's going to be like a no. payment scheme, right? Well, it depends. If it's like a piece of land, you probably have to buy it, but then you get like basically like you, know, you raise a minimum amount of funding um, and everybody gets an equity share of the business and the rest of it comes from debt. So you'd raise like the money from the bank, from credit funds or whatsoever. Um, so essentially like, you know, the upkeep, um, you create a business plan for it Chenji, and Chenji, uh, somebody funds Chenji, you. Chenji, I've met your friends in London. You have some very rich, not rich friends, but they, they deal with things like this. Look, if if the golf course goes for five million pounds, if we raise two million pounds on NFTs or whatsoever, I don't know, I don't know what, you know, and we can then easily raise two million pounds via like you know banks or funds, you know, like credit funds. I'm sure and, you know um, some people that are willing to invest into this golf club. I genuinely, I'm sure you know some people, Chenji. What about that girl that we played golf with at Moor Park? Shall we make Shall we make this happen? I I genuinely believe we can legit do this. By the way, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for following us. Um, th- this, like, I've got a topic of things to talk about. This is th- so improv. This was not planned. Right. And we're just right, talking. This t- the, t- the title of this podcast we're is going a to golf be course. Theo, Theo and Chenji are looking to buy a golf course. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. Rice and Slice you- decides to buy a golf course. <laughs> Genuinely, you, you know people. They, where two million pounds is nothing to them, for example, to like raise the the the, the, the dude. You over you you overestimate me, but no, you know, I let's don't. Let's try to make this happen. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Yes, no, you do. I don't. Yes, Chenji, do. Chenji, Chenji. Anyway, on moving on topic. <laughs> let's you know. Let's let's. We're not shelving this idea, but we're just like okay. Let's take it serious and let's actually like you know use my posh voice to go inquire. Um, how much a golf course cost in a, in a lovely part of the world in Derbyshire? Dude, we can genuinely horsely lodge. I wonder I if it's like this. public information. I'll call them next week. Oh my god, Chenji, oh. please. I'll do, it. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll what, do it tomorrow. What job, it. What job would you do? What job would I do? In in the in the golf course. Clearly the head pro. Yeah, but you could be a PGA <laughs> professional to be the head pro, no? <laughs> <laughs> we are so far away from that. Just kidding. You'll be you'd definitely be the greenkeeper, yeah? I I'd be the membership manager. You could you could be the, the club secretary. I'll just be the membership manager. I'll just go out and sell memberships, mate. Mate, we could. What what could I do? I, there's no way I could you're the, be a greenkeeper. You're the green. You're the no green keeper. No, the only thing like, I can do is rake bunkers, Chenji. I can't do anything more than that. I know nothing about grass. Uh, well, I guess you'll be the. I don't know. Bunker specialist. Bunker Theo. Bunker specialist. Imagine. <laughs> Let's see. Going you'll in be the coast. You'd be the co-CEO. Uh, in brackets, uh, bunkers, <laughs> bunker specialist. <laughs> oh my god! Dude, we're going so we're going so off topic. Let's like you know stick to what you have planned for us. Okay, we need to. Although we- although this is fun. Like okay, I think we've just dug ourselves a little hole in here, and we need to just go down and down deeper and deeper and deeper. <laughs> you need to call next week or this week and just get information and be like. To be fair, this is not like a fake prank call because we could potentially be interested. Of course. I mean, we are interested. Like, we're genuinely interested if we can make the financing happen. I think you can definitely get that to go in. Let's let's, let's, let's go in. LFG. We're buying a golf course. We're buying a golf course. course. I can't believe it. How, How did this... 
it all led it all came from me literally wearing a derby county shirt oh my god i'm so excited oh my god we're gonna buy a golf course you heard it here we're buying a golf course yeah. um, you heard it here name first. pending we'll, we'll leave the name as it is horsley lodge is a decent name we'll keep the name oh my god chenji yeah. Imagine if we buy a golf course. No, we're renaming it to Rice and Slice Golf Course. No, 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 no. That's that's the dumbest name. That's the dumbest name I've ever heard for a golf course. I think we should keep right, the name fine. going. Anyway, that's the least of our worries. <laughs> Let's get the financing. <laughs> Let's find the money. Right. Let's do um, it. Dude. Anyway, <laughs> also, thank you to everyone for following our Instagram. I think, you know, recently we've been getting so many followers. I think in the last 30 days we've had, like, we've doubled our following count. And, yeah, we definitely, um, so we, we yeah. more than doubled. If you don't follow already, it's at Rice and Slice podcast on both TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Instagram has been blowing off, which, which is actually, I'm, you know, is, is, I'm very happy with that. Um, TikTok, I find, I'm happy that we're getting views and likes, but it's, it sounds silly and stupid, but I, it almost feels like it's a bit easy to get views and likes on TikTok. On Instagram, it's a little it, bit harder it, it's, to get like yeah, a I follow. Feel like, yeah, I feel like TikTok feels like you know a bit of like a, a cheap like and cheap views, right? Whereas Instagram, bit. like you know, you've got to you've got to be pretty good for people to like it and really view it. I'm and not. Share we're it we're not people, saying we're right? good. So, I'm saying we're, we're we we are. We have a decent podcast, I think. I, th- I think it works out. I, I think well. we, I think we've got. You know, I think it's real good banter and like yep. you know, some good stacks and facts and yep. uh, you know some it works out some good. I don't know, like amateur analysis of yeah. uh, of the world, the world of golf. I so, completely agree with um, you. Hope you do th- like it. And the next step is, you know, if you really like our podcast, to go follow our YouTube channel. So yeah, and like, or, so you can or watch- Spotify podcast or Apple podcast. Yes. You know. Put it on your morning commute, right? Like you know, the average commute in London is like one and a half hours. Perfect. So I just made I just made up that statistics, just like how I make up Perfect. snacks and facts. It just sound, kidding, just kidding. Legit. I actually, no. it sounds legit. So <laughs> yeah, so you know that's you know we've got an hour podcast, perfect time for you to listen in. So yes. thank you very much. Speaking of Instagram, because we surpassed one thousand followers, uh, we Ooh. have a massive giveaway, and it's a it's here, right here. But I am not going to tell you what the giveaway is yet. Well, we'll Dude, I don't even know. You don't I don't even know what, what the giveaway is. I can't wait is. to show you what I got. Um, oh, my I God. I can't wait. It's a bag of goodies, which one lucky winner will win. I will tell you how to win at the end of the, or towards the end of the podcast. But before we do that, we need, we've got other things to talk about. First thing on the, uh, on the roster, on the bullet points, shall we say, the 151st Open just finished. The most boring man on the face of the universe has won brian Harmon. congratulations to you we wish you all the best thoughts Next. on that chenji <laughs> thoughts on that thoughts on that i mean first thought is that we i i i think i called it at our last week's podcast no no you did not uh, call uh, it chenji uh, uh, you did I not, mean, you did not. I so just what, had what? a, I, okay, I had a feeling, yeah, like that literally somebody very low-key would win, Yes. right? When, now, when we okay, said low-key. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I said low-key, and then you just had to change the conversation to like, oh, by low-key, you mean like Ricky Fowler. And I'm just like, yeah, I guess it counts as low-key. But literally in my head, it, it was like somebody literally not very well known will win this, right? Like similar to how Wyndham Clark won the US Open. Like that's what I thought. But anyway, you, you know. did not say Brian Harmon. My of course, key. I didn't say Brian Harmon. I didn't even. I mean, I, I knew of his name. Like his yeah, name yeah. showed up, and you know, like p- watching PJ tour. But yeah. you know, like if he's, you know, I could see that B Harmon. I know that B meant Brian, but right, I literally right, right. don't. But I wouldn't like recall it. him. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't recall him. Like Milo Key would have been like anything, but... Tommy Fleetwood winning, not Brian Harmon. 
No, no, no. So that's an underdog, right? Like, okay, I meant oh, sorry, somebody low-key. Right, right, right. I'm with you. It's I'm with different. You. Okay. Right? Underdog means like, you know, people who are, I think, you know, out there, but they just haven't been winning and whatsoever. Like, you know, just, I don't know, somebody like Ricky Fowler, who you expect to be an underdog. Yes. Like, low-key, literally, is somebody who's kind of like, you know, never won something big before, never been like, you know, on the spotlight as well. That's what I meant. So, yeah. Anyway, Fair enough. I, I mean, I, he played incredible golf. He made the course look so easy. It was and it, seriously, like, yeah, it was not fair for like not not fair for everybody else. If it wasn't for Brian Harmon, the rest of the of of the people, it would have been such an iconic open, especially on the Sunday because everybody was so close. But he was so far ahead. Everyone was kind of it, it was more fun to watch who was going to fight for second place. Tom Kim came out of nowhere with like a broken foot or something like that. You know what happened mm. to him? Yeah, he fell off uh, He fell off the uh, hotel's like stairs or something yeah, like that, so, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he slipped or something and he hurt his ankle and he was playing with like a really bad ankle for the whole week. Somehow he ended up second. Unbelievable. Maybe it's, maybe it's because he played with a bad ankle that he came in second. Like, maybe. I don't know. You know what? It's, fu- it's funny, right? <laughs> fix, his, fix his swing. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not like he fixed his swing, but he was probably concentrating a lot more than he would normally do. I remember when, when I was a kid, when I was like 13, 14, 15, I used to be really into clay pigeon shooting. Really, really into it. And I remember whenever the weather was really good, I would always shoot <clears> really bad. Because the, the what do you call it? Like the, the, the surroundings were, too, were perfect. So, you know, I could just go up and shoot and I would always shoot really bad. But whenever it was like raining or snowing, I would shoot really well because it would make me focus even more because of the obstacles around me. So maybe Tom Kim having a bad foot, that might have like made him focus a lot more. I don't know, but it's fair play to him, man. I'm so proud of him. Uh, I'm gutted for Tommy. He, he was playing really well for the first three days. I mean, everybody kind of fell off on the Sunday. Everybody, yeah, like con- you know what the it conditions. Was? The conditions were horrible, dude. Yes, and it was that, that. That's what makes it even better for Brian Harmon winning because the conditions were just as bad for him as what it, the, you know they were for everybody else. Everybody else struggled. He just made make it made it look easy. It's it's, and, you know, it's mad. It was. I think everybody expected him to choke because you don't. I agree. You don't see these kind of low key tour players. I agree. Right? Like, you, know, you see, you see a lot of people holding the. You know, the eighteen hole lead, uh, the thirty six hole lead. Yeah. And you know, what's it what's the next one? Uh 56. 50, 50, 54 50. hole lead, right? Um Live. and blow it just because, you know, they're just not they don't have that I agree. Sort of winning it's, it's winning kinda, it's kinda, psychology. It's kinda what so many with times the, that's happened. Yeah, with Matt Jordan, uh, the amateur that, that it, that's a member at Royal Liverpool since he was like I wanna say like either yes. seven or eleven years old. That's he right, he's a local, yeah, day, but he, but you're almost like, well done, good for you, but you're not, you can't, it's, it's impossible to stay there because of the pressure. Or the, or the, or the amateur, right? Like his, the first time, you know, the South African guy, yes, the really tall guy, Christo Lambrecht, right? Yeah. Christo Lambrecht. Yeah, Christo Lambrecht. Six foot seven. Yeah, he's like, the he's like double the size seen. of Rory or something like yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. has a really weird swing as well, but I bet like, you know, it's because of his size and um, yeah. <laughs> I wonder like, you know, what his club fitters do we like and what Nothing. kind of clubs he gets fitted for. <laughs> Nothing. Um, it's just the same club that you hit and I hit. Well, no, yeah, they're, they're a little bit well, more bladed, uh, but other than that, like, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so but you just kept it consistent, right? Yeah, you know, he was he was he hit a few bogeys, but literally just you know negated them with a couple of birdies, and just played absolute fantastic golf, right? Just kept the lead on on and Sunday, did not drop a single shot on on, on that Sunday. I was playing at, at Kettleston. Was it Kettleston I was playing? No, it wasn't. It was oh, I had um, a society game. 
I played in a society on Sunday, and I remember in oh, the nice. morning, uh, obviously I checked the, the 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 scores, you know, the leaderboard, cool, you know, everything as expected. By the time we finished, it was it, the, the 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 open finished. By the time I finished playing golf, I look at the leaderboard, it was nothing like you know in the morning. It all changed apart from Brian Harmon. It was it was yeah. so I'm like missed a good day of golf, but it is what it is. I, I play I, I play golf instead. Yeah, yeah, I play golf as well in more parts. I right? saw. You know, like, I, I saw. Yeah, and yeah. you played decent. I played very... How did you see? On my, on my England yeah, golf? Yeah, I did. No way. I, I went and I saw, yeah. oh, Chenji. It was like, oh, July, 85. Chenji shot 85 on a Sunday. And oh then, yeah, I was God. like, oh, well done, Chenji. No, but, Good job. But literally, like like what you just said about Clay Pigeon, right? Because it was a bit like of a horrible weather. Like, <laughs> it was it was raining at first and became sunny again. Yeah. And then raining again. Super, like, damp and hot. And then, like, you know, sunny again. And then raining again, right? It's like that kind of condition, but then it just makes you a bit more focused. Yeah, it does. Otherwise, when the weather is just really, really nice, it's just like, okay, all I want to do is like, you know, I can't wait. It's like, all right, the front nine, I can't wait to go to the club, uh, to the halfway house and get a burger in me and then like some couple of beers. And then like, you know, whole, you know, whole nine, usually quite good, get some energy, like some birdie juice. And then <laughs> after that, I'm just like, I can't wait to go back to the clubhouse and have a, yeah. <laughs> have a couple of drinks. I'm just like, you know, I'm not focused on the golf anymore. I, I get like that. like, okay. Yeah, well, if I'm in the middle of the fairway, because the conditions are perfect, there's a high chance I'm going to mess up the shot. But if, if I'm dude, in the rough... It, the worst the worst shots are like when you hit a perfect drive, yeah, yeah. straight down the middle, you know, over 260, 70 yards. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, that's it. Perfect. You know, my like next you have shot, no I'm going to chunk it. The amount of... I'm going to chunk it. The, yeah, chunk the, it. the amount of, um, of like bad shots I have off the fairway, it's, it's mad. But off, you know, off the rough... I'm, I feel I feel right at home. I, I'm fine because you're almost expected to have a bad shot, and then it ends up being not as bad as you expect it to be. But if you're in the mm. fairway, I mean, obviously we're like mid handicappers. We're not great, but off the fairway, you're like you you have to have you have to perform a good shot because you have no excuses. So you can't blame anything but yourself. And then I end up yeah. like putting too much pressure on myself and chunk it or slice it Agreed. or hook it or you know shank it, whatever. But yeah, um, I ended up going to the uh, 151st Open on the Tuesday. I had the best time. I went by myself, met up with Mark Bentley for a little bit, friend of the channel. Shout out to you, Mark. Uh, he was there with his son. He had tickets for the whole week because he um, he is a coach of a young girl that I, I the, her name slips my mind, but she's like a really, really good, I think she plays for England, I want to say, I'm not sure. And she's a member there and so is her dad. So she, they got tickets for the whole week. Uh, I went on the Tuesday. It was a practice day. It, mate, it was raining all day. I probably walked the course. I'm not, without exaggeration, I walked the course probably twice at least, the entire course. I had the best time by myself. It was raining and I was smiling from the second that I got there till the second that I left. It was amazing. The first thing I did, I went to the merch tent or the merch shop. Last week, we spoke about the merch shop and how we spent so much money last year and there's no way I'm, I'm going to spend, like, there's no need for me to spend oh, money no. this year. No way. Because, no. Um, you know, we bought whatever we needed last year. So there's no... Dude, we didn't need we didn't need all of the stuff that we bought last year. I agree. But we bought us, us so much stuff, right? And then yeah. this year, I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy anything. What I'm going to do, I'm going to go in. I'm going to buy some... I'm going to buy, like, the bare minimum or, you know, things that I actually need, not nothing that I want. I bought, obviously, the stuff for the giveaway, which I'm going to reveal in a bit. And um, and I I by the end of it I, I do you want to know how much money I spent? 
No way. More than last year. You're joking. I spent... Don't tell me it's like a grand. I spent... Oh, no. What? <laughs> Mate. That That's was how much you spent last year. That was how? bleeped. <laughs> how? Uh, so... Listen, I'm not proud of it. Uh, n- none of you, apart from Chenji, heard about the, the the number. The number is nobody's business. I don't know how, Chenji, but I spent that much money. Uh, I'm not proud of it. Uh, but in, in all fairness, yes, I bought, I bought stuff for myself. I also spent money on the giveaway. I also yeah. bought some bits for Stell because he messaged me. He was like, can you buy me this, this, and this, and this? So a little bit, a little bit of that was for Stell, which is, I got the, his bag over there. But it's 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 so easy to stack up or to add things into your basket because yeah. But what, what but what did you buy? Because you were not not going to buy like a hundred pound quiet please paddle. No, I didn't. We're not going to buy like another forty pound buy... water bottle like we did. No, I didn't. I, like... To be honest, I had to check the receipt because I was like, they definitely made a mistake. There's no way I spent that much money. I bought apart from the giveaway stuff and stealth stuff. For me, I bought two Adidas, uh, which is I'm wearing, I'm wearing one now. It's really nice. Oh, they are good though. Like dude, the Adidas one, that's my favorite dude, shirt that I bought I, I'm last not, year. I'm not, no, 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 no. Forget that. This year's Adidas 151st open merch was by far the best merch in, in the whole place. And no th- there were so many things that I ended up, Adidas stuff that I didn't end up buying because I was like, I, I have to stop. I have to leave. This is not good for me. So I bought two shirt, uh, two t-shirts. That's a, that's a great color. What's it? What's it got Purple. in there? Like, is it, just like... it says 151st Royal Liverpool with the with the open logo. It's so nice. I bought two of these, but obviously different colors. Um, I bought a, a waterproof. I did ask 151st open waterproof like jacket, like a quarter zip. I bought. Um, Fair like enough. A, they're expensive. They're not that bad, but it all stacks up. Like they're not that expensive. But I bought so many things that it all just stacks so up. I don't even remember but, what but I bought. Main, but mainly clothes, I guess. You know, it's just, you, you know, it's things you actually wear, I guess. No, it, it was it was, it was was all. I bought... I didn't even buy a towel. I don't even know what I bought, Chenji, and I spent that much money. I, I, I don't get how you spend that much money, mate. Like, if, if I really... We, I wish I had the receipt. Look, last, last year, we spent money on some silly stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, again, those quiet please signs, you know, like bunch of um what's it called like you know um drink what's it what are those things called again like the where you hold the drink we put a drink on the coasters um, coasters sorry yeah coasters bunch of like little ball markers you know because they're quite commemorative 150th on st andrews old course and uh loads of you know shirts t-shirts waterproofs whatsoever yeah. jackets towels i wish i could oh um head putter head covers driver head covers but this year right i can't Surely you don't need another putter cover or like you know, towel. I, I didn't whatsoever. get a putter cover. Did, did you get a Did you get a flag? I did. I did get a flag. There. That, and did you get a sign? Did you get a sign? Did no, I, no, I didn't. Because I, I was, I was actually quite stupid. Because um, you know, when you leave the merch tent on the right hand side, that there's like a little um, like drop, um, like a bag drop. Yes. So I, I got out and because obviously it was like the first thing I did was I, I went in the merch tent. Ah, uh, and, and you and left the flag in off. there. And I left everything in. I was like, I'm not carrying this because I knew I was going to be walking. It wasn't like last year. We kind of set up camp somewhere and then we just kind of hung around. This year, dude, because I was by myself, I literally walked the whole course. I I saw so many players. It was it was really cool. I saw, dude, the best group: Max Homer, Say Say Thigala, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler. And I walked I walked with them for about three four holes. 
I saw John Daly was, was with Bryson. D- Sorry. There's just silly people racing outside. Uh, I saw John Daly and uh, Bryson DeChambeau were playing together. Dude, John Daly was out driving Bryson. No way. I swear That's to crazy. God. I saw... That's crazy. After necking like, you know, five vodka sodas. Yeah, it's mad. He was like smoking and like, you know, you know what he's like. He was like smoking, yeah, of course. you know, cigarette in his mouth, taking shots and he was just... I want to say comfortably out driving Bryson. Then, you know, obviously Bryson wasn't there to drive 400 yard shots. He was there to kind of get to know the course. He was there with his, um, what do you call it? With like his track man trying to see all the data and the spin rates and blah, blah, blah. But Bryson did not look happy, man. He looked miserable. He did not look happy at all. Uh, I saw, who else did I? I've got a list. Uh, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, I saw. Patrick Cantley and Patrick Reed. I saw them. Dude, uh, these people were on the 17th tee. The 17th tee was, it was raining so much. I sat down on the 17th tee for about 45 minutes and I was just like behind the tee. I was like, this is this is such a nice hole, man. Like this is, to watch is amazing. To play, just scary. Um, and Patrick Canley goes up, tees it up, gets it on the green, claps, you know, everybody claps. Patrick Reed <laughs> goes up, he gets the ball inside Patrick Cantley's ball. Not a single clap for Patrick Reed. No, man. He was That's just so dead. Bad. He was That's just dead so silence. I, I almost felt bad for him. But then I, I kind of feel, at this point, I kind of feel bad about Patrick Reed. I don't know. You know, you kind of. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who else did I see? Oh, I saw John Rahm and um, Phil Mickelson. They were practicing together and they were like talking throughout the whole thing. They were like, they were great. Patrick, uh, not Patrick Reed, what was I going to say? John Ram's caddy to practice for bunker shots. He was getting like, let's say, five balls and he was like chucking them in the bunker as hard as he could to get like really difficult lies. And he was like, oh, let's see how close he can get to the pin. It was really cool. Um, we, I didn't notice this last year, but what they do, they tee off, they play one ball and then they go, they find the ball, let's say, on the fairway. They, get, they, they hit it on the green and then when they're on the green, they just go around the whole green. So they probably spend 15 minutes on each green. They're putting into different locate, pin locations that are possibly going to be. Uh, they're putting balls in bunkers. They're trying to get out of bunkers. You know, There's a lot of work that goes into it. And it was really cool to kind of sit there and just watch. But it was, yeah, uh, all my, yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was obviously, it was, a lot, it was very closed off. You could see, because it's a practice day, everyone's more relaxed. So, um, like... You know, going from like the 16th green to the 17th tee, you know, the players kind of walking right past you. You could like say hi to them. You could like get like a fist bump. If if you if you're a kid, you you're for sure you're gonna get a picture and a signature. If you're an adult, they're not coming anywhere near you just because of, you know, they probably think that I'm gonna sell their stuff, which I'm not. Obviously, I'm gonna give it away. But you know, it's just one of those things. Um, it was it was really cool. There was one kid, you probably seen him. He went quite viral on on social media. He on every day I would watch like a recap of the open of the um, of the practice days. And there was one kid. So where the 18th green was, you finished. Well, not me, but you know the professionals finished, and then they kind of went up some stairs so that to avoid the crowds. And then they go down the stairs, and then you walk all across uh, towards the, um, what do you call it, like the the the, the clubhouse. But w- the way the clubhouse is, is like based, it's 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 all fenced up, and we can't even see through the fence as spectators. 
But where the clubhouse is, is next to like normal houses. So there was a kid on the bottom of his garden, like standing on like a stool and he could just lean over and he like all the players had to walk by him. So this kid had like four flags that were just completely covered from top to bottom, left and right, just covered in signatures because he was just like standing there for the whole day and whoever went, 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 just went past, you couldn't avoid him. Like you couldn't just walk past him and say, no, I'm not signing your thing. And because he was by himself, it's easy as well because sometimes they look over at the spectators and fair play, like Tommy Fleetwood, he looked at us and there was, there was like 50 people and last thing you want to do after like a long round and you try, you focus in is like go and sign pictures, sign autographs and take pictures with 50 people. So he kind of yeah. walked off. But because there was one kid by himself... He's like, go sign it and walk off. It's the easiest thing. But it was pretty cool. Like, he had the best spot of the whole day. Oh, my gosh. That's brilliant. Yeah, That's I know. absolutely brilliant. Um, but, yeah, uh, that was my open experience. I loved it. I went by myself. I drove. It was like two hours. I drove there two hours. Uh, park and ride. It was a bit of a trek to, like, to walk to the golf course because there's, like, everything anywhere near the golf course is all closed off. So you're, like, walking for two miles after the, you get dropped off by the bus. Dude, how great was what we did last year at the Open St. Andrews. It was the great... I, I, we keep, I keep, we keep going on and on, on about it. I can't wait in four years' time to go back. Even, you know, I, and I, we're going we're gonna to park at that exact same spot. Definitely. Definitely going to park mate, there. I mean... Oh, no. I meant, I, meant, I meant just the parking. How amazing was our oh, parking yeah. situation? Even if you got fined, <laughs> 50 quid was worth the 50 quid. <laughs> mate, like, we got fined 30 quid. I mean, go back and listen to our podcast that we did You like, didn't last get fined. Time, Huh? You didn't get fined. Yeah, we did. Are you sure? Oh, did we? Quid. Yeah, it was 30 oh, quid. Oh, well, look, it's a bargain. You paid £30 to park r- literally two minutes. Literally, like, well, like 30 seconds, yeah, mate, from the course. Really worth worth <laughs> a 30 quid. Um, next Huge. year, I, or not but next year. But you, couldn't, but you couldn't do that in Liverpool, I guess. Oh, no, no, no. It was, all, it was all blocked off. Because uh, the, the golf course is quite remote, you know, it's not... Remote, exa- yeah, it's, exa- exactly, makes um, sense. I think in in four years' time, when we go back to St. Andrews, I think we should go for a few more days. Not just not just go for the one day, go three days, let's say. Absolute, absolutely, absolutely. I think we should. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Is there anything you want to talk about? Oh, that was, your, that was it? No, I've got I've got some more bits. I've got some news. I mean, I've got some stuff, but yeah, I mean, that's the open, I guess, special. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, we did talk about the, the open, like, like, like we said. Uh, I've got some news. Not news. Go on. Have you heard about the guy that cheated? Which one? Uh, what was his name? Justin Doden. Doden? On the PGA no. Tour calendar event last week. He he, uh, it was a on the, he was on the 18th, and he he had to get a five to make the cut, and he got a seven because he got it in the water on the on the 18th, so he marked it down as a seven, and then he rubbed it off and put five, and then no, way. no sorry sorry his if I, I could be wrong I I didn't I could be wrong so his marker wrote down seven so he got the card off him, so the player Justin got the card off the marker and then rubbed off the seven and put a five and then handed that card in. And then obviously he made the cut and then the marker was like, oh, hold on. Just how, how come Justin made the cut? Because I know that he had to make a five to make the cut. There's no way he made the cut. 
So then he went like uh, the, the marker straight away went to like the the board and was like, "Hey guys, I don't know what went wrong, but I don't think Justin made the cut." And then they got they found his card and they saw that there was like a seven and then like a rubbed off seven and he put five over it, and uh, he withdrew obviously straight away. And then he made this long post like, "Please forgive me, I'm so sorry." It's like, dude, once you cheat in golf, especially I I get it. It's over. It's I, over. I get it. Like you have to make the cut to be able to afford to you know. <coughs> Sorry, to be able to pay your caddy and you know pay for hotels and flights and that stuff, obviously it's difficult. Get it? But cheating is not the way because now, like Patrick Reed, for example, you will be deemed as a cheater for the rest of your career. Nobody that will not rub off. Nobody will ever forget you cheating, and it's a shame. It's an absolute shame. So it, that's a bit of a damp in the world of golf. Wow. Well, for him, not not for anybody else. I'm sure cheating happens. Not not in the in the uh, in the pro pro. Uh, what do you call it? In the PJ tour, on you know, not in the, in the, on a professional level. But you know, when we play, like I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are cheating. Like there's no way. Like for example, if me and you play, like with me, I feel really bad. There's been loads of times where I'm like, if I just moved, like I could have like a really bad lie. And then I'm, I'm like, I could look around and be like, oh, there's nobody around. If I just move the ball a little bit and give me a, myself a better lie. The problem with that is, I believe, you know how nice, how much of a too good of a nice guy I am. I believe that if I move that ball even a, a millimetre, karma will get me. And I'm going to move it, have a good lie and then shank it. So I'm like, I'd rather just not. Take, take you know, it is what it is. It's, it's that This is golf. I'm not always going to get the best lie. I, there's no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not always going to find my ball. It is what it is. On Sunday... I could have easily cheated when, like, I, I sliced the ball in the bushes. Dude, I found m- way more balls than what I lost on Sunday because I was looking for, like, I, I lost, like, three balls. I ended up finding, I'm not even exaggerating, I probably found 16 balls. Just try, and I could have easily said, yeah, this one's mine and carried on playing. No problem. And I'm sure people do that. I'm sure it happens. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't care if you cheat. If you want to cheat, that's on you. That's not on me. Your score does not affect me. It doesn't make a difference to me. I'm not saying you cheat, but you know what I mean. Like if I'm playing in a comp and you want to and you want to be that guy that cheats, that's you, mate. You you do you. I, I don't care. As long as I know I'm playing I'm playing the game by the rules, and I'm not doing anything uh, bad and I'm not cheating, then you know there's not much else I can do. It's a, it's a game of honesty, right? And that's why you know you get to see you know a lot of character, like character characters yeah. being shown 100%. when you play golf with them and look you know you and i are friends because we get along with each other like you know while playing golf yeah I'm sure if you were the type of person if i was the type of person who we kind of like you know don't enjoy like you know some of the antics some of the um behavior some of the i don't know whatsoever like preferences you know that we exhibit in the golf course then we wouldn't be friends but you know we are friends because we we, we are very similar right i so agree we'd love to have we'd love to have a good time you know we are we are serious, um, but we're not, you know, but we're not uptight about the sport, right? And uh, you know, we respect the game, we respect the rules, and you know, if we want to, like, you know, have a round that where we just kind of like, you know, yeah, you know, take a drop whatsoever, we, we yeah. do that. But like that, like that. I, I don't care if we agree. Like, yeah. if, if you lose yeah, a drop, exactly. if you take lose a, a ball, take a take a break, take a breakfast yeah. ball. Yeah, I don't you know, care. Just do like, that, you know, don't, man. I, I encourage that. out of bounds, just drop drop a ball. The take last a penalty, thing I want is to but, see you miserable, and the last thing you want is to see me miserable. Yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah. I don't care. Exactly. Take as many free drops as you want, mate. I don't care. Just you know, remember that when I need a free drop, you know that's just simple. We're not putting (laughs) cards in. We're just having a good time. We're not putting cards in. We're not playing with money. And like you know, it's just just having a good time. Having a good time, man. You know, it's no problem. But do do it respectfully and honestly. Don't you don't need 
you know, to cheat. And even if you get a bad score, man, it's golf, man. It happens. You know, it is what it is. But it's just one of those things, isn't it? But yeah, mm. what what is it that you had? What? You said you had some bits. Well, to be fair, I didn't. I mean, my bit was basically like saying that, okay, you know, I'm I'm actually a bit disappointed after the Open because I'm just like realizing it's going to be another like a year, basically. Not a year, I guess, you know. But it's, what, it's a while. Days? It's a while. Like, don't you yeah, think? Until the next Open. Yeah, it, it feels like summer is over. It is. But, well, st- saying that, but, the summer hasn't started in England, mate. It's been raining for the past. It's been horrible. Yeah, it's been horrible. really bad. I know, but to be fair, what is upon us is the ladies' majors. Yeah. So, did you know? Actually, yeah. Did you know how many majors there are in in, in you know ladies' tours? Mm, I, I would assume four, but the way you said that, I'm guessing there's more. Yeah, exactly. There's five. There's five ladies majors championships. What? And they start now? No, no, no. I mean, they've already like had three. Okay. And there's two. There's two left. So that means like there's still two major golf tournaments left. And actually, to be fair, there's there's actually more because then there is like the seniors championship as well. But yeah, you know, let's just kind of like you know avoid that for now. But um, yeah. So we you know this week this weekend they're playing the ladies are playing at um, Evian in um. Like in in France, yeah. Evian, and apparently, Evian Water. N- Nelly Corda is is meant to be like the favorite. Well, yeah, because she just won the last event, right? Like yeah. Ladies European Tour at the Centurion Club. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like, well, in two weeks' time or three weeks' time in August, it's going to be like the uh, Women's British Open, so Women's Open, uh, which is going to be held in Walton Heath, uh, oh, one of my yeah, favorite personal clubs. And what they're going to do is as well, you know, because there are two golf clubs in Walton Heath. They're going to play a what's called a composite um, course. So, like, essentially, they pick um, golf holes from both courses to make it like into like a more synthetic eighteen hole. That's pretty did you know cool. That? No, I did not know that. That's very so, cool. So, so you so you're not playing the old course or the new course, but you're playing a combination of both. So they select the best holes that's worth like you know playing, and you know make it very challenging as well. And um, yeah, that's the um, that's the women's major. Um, but also, like, you know, I was looking into some um, statistics as well between, um, you know, women's golf, well, the LPGA and the PGA Tour, um, which was kind of difficult. And I suppose, you know, for our stacks and facts segment. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, uh, so, you know, we, we talked about, like, in the PGA Tour, right, that, you know, since 2000 or something like that, you know, they started using a tracking advanced statistics, right? There's always a guy following um, the players behind tracking, like, you know, where they hit the ball. And then you can basically use a computer to see, like, you know, people's, you know, things such as, you know, T, um, what's it called, driving, average driving distances, you know, um, from T to green, all that kind of s- stuff. Yeah. Um, they don't have this in the ladies' goal, ladies' PGA. Did you know that? I did not know that, no. It's, it's, it, o- so, it almost seems so like they, they definitely should. Cause yeah, th- because that's you know be how so they, amazing you know, compared you, to you, men's. You know how ladies, like, you know, they, they, they throw darts, right? Like, yeah. you know, they just seem it's, to it's silly. be more accurate. Yes. Yeah. And we, I think we talked about at one point that, you know, Minji Lee has a better, you know, tee to green um, sort of percent, like, statistic compared to, like, than Tiger Woods yeah. even, right? Like, so, um, but yeah, but they don't have these, they don't have a shot link tracker in the, in the ladies' in That's, the ladies that's tour, definitely like going to change, I think, because ladies' golf, I see it's taking, like, it's it's getting bigger and bigger. So it'd be good. It would be really good if if do you know what do you, do you know what we need? We need we just need more household names if that makes any sense. To for us to follow. Mm. 
but that's going to come within time. I'm, I'm sure that there is. And, you know, obviously we're new to golf. I don't want to say la- uh, ladies' golf is boring, which is definitely not. It's I think it's more entertaining than the men's sometimes because they're just so good. Just, they make it look too easy. But it's it's interesting. Like Nelly Korda, Charlie Ho, it's just it's making waves. It's We just need more names, like young names that are, that are coming up. Obviously, I, I follow a bunch of ladies' golf. Like Minji Lee, they're just in, in, incredible, incredible players. Dude, Rose Rose Jang, she's gonna dominate this yeah. sport for a long time. Yeah, you know? why, why? Won, won the first ever professional event that she's participated. How crazy is that? Yeah, there should be like a doubles thing, where it's like, um, like a man and woman teams doubles as like not Stableford, but you know, like match play or something. There should be some sort of competition, like a legit, comp- not but, like a charity thing, like a legit competition. But you, but you know there is a legit legit tournament, right? Like you know, it's not like a team event, but it is an individual stroke play event, which is like a mixed, which is mixed. Yes, yeah, that's in the beginning of the of the year, isn't it? But isn't that for charity? Yeah, yeah, it's it's the no, 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 no. It's a it's a proper tour event, like DP World Tour and Ladies European Tour event. Oh, it's, the, it's the Scandinavian mixed open. No, it's not. It's not the one I was thinking. I was thinking of a different one. No. Yeah, yeah it's a Scandinavian, Scandinavian mixed, and I believe last year um, it was for the first time. A lady won the tournament. Amazing! It's it's. Uh, I, I we should see more more of that. Do you think there should be like more majors, or is four enough? Yeah, but you know, okay. Actually, this is a good question for the for the segment. Like, you know, what major, like where, or like what type, what kind of course would you say is deserving as a fifth major for men's golf? Yeah, but there's only one golf course. That's always the same golf course for one major of the year. Every other major, there's different golf courses, so you can't really say what golf course deserves. If if anything deserves, I'll tell you what. I think St Andrews should have, like you know how Augusta has the Masters. St Andrews should have its own major every year. St Andrews, you know, major. I think that definitely mm. deserves a major. No. Interesting. Yeah. It's it's such an iconic place on the golf course and off the golf course that surely is deserving of um, a specific major just for itself. Even if it's on like the DP World Tour or something, like St. Andrews should be played way more than once every five years. No, it's, you know St. Andrews is played every year though. Like, you know, by uh, there's an event on the DP World Tour, the uh, Alfred Dunhill links. Is that, the one, is, is that the one where they play like um, St. Andrews? Three, three, yeah. Correct. Three, yeah. three different courses. So yeah, obviously yeah, like, you know, you don't play it on four days, but you know, you play it over... Um, that's pretty well, cool it's like courses. a little tournament thing that that is really cool i remember watching it last year it is but but you know that should be like a bigger event because yeah. that event itself has a very small purse yeah you know not many of the world's best players show up and it just feels like a bit disrespectful and underwhelming for like I the agree. oldest golf club in the world i completely right? agree so, but then again that once in every five years at the open when it is at st andrews is like the a big event so it's just one of those things like would would, would you rather have let's say the open every year at St Andrews or the open uh, the open once every five years at St Andrews. What's going to be more special? If we of course once every five years. Yeah, it feels like the experience that we had last year. We wouldn't have it. We wouldn't have had it if if that could happen every single year, because we know that that we we are here today for this week. We might not ever come back. It's not like oh yeah, if we don't if we don't come come this year, we can always go next year. It's just, it's just what it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's very weird. It's a double-edged sword. It's very weird. 
but yeah i agree and and you know i think i think you know similar to like you know the ladies majors right they should have it in like a non-us and uk country i agree i never thought right, about like it. for example the evian for example the evian championship right that's in france so yeah. why can't we have you know i'm not saying france has to be like you know the place but why can't we have it somewhere else you can do it in portugal Even, i don't know you can easily do it in portugal I don't know if there's like in any sort of like a championship that kind of level. V- Villa Moura, you know, no? Championship level. Is, isn't that like? I don't know. I don't know. I've never played, but you know, like yeah. But are you yeah. going? Are you going to the uh, BMW Championship? I don't know yet. I still hasn't released tickets yet. Hilton, not? So well, I'm, I'm looking. I'm literally. I'm literally looking every day. So 14th to 17th of September. That'd be pretty cool. Keep Absolutely. Going. Well, on the 17th. On, I am. I am checking every day, so you know it. <laughs> cool. Shall I do the giveaway? I want to. I want to. Um, I can't wait. Let's, for this let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. So to celebrate one thousand followers on Instagram, we are doing our first ever giveaway, and it's a good one. Uh, before I show you what we have, uh, the way for you to win this giveaway is to like this post on Instagram, obviously at Rice and Slice Podcast. Tag a friend in the comments and tag. You can tag as many friends as you want. Um, and where is it? Like the post, follow our page, and tag a friend in the comments. If you do all them three things, you are in with a chance to win. Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. A bag of goodies from the 151st Open. Right. First off, we have the signature 18th hole flag. Love it. Second, we have... 151st Royal Liverpool um, towel. Love it. Then we have a nice little open hat. Look at this. That's really good, actually. That is really good. I got got the blue one, like a blue camouflage pastel. That's really nice. Brilliant. We have tees, the open tees. Yes, sir. We have... Something quite small, a pitchfork and a ball marker. That's really cool as well. So it's a good Love set it. of stuff. We have a um a book, what do you call it? A uh a scorecard holder. Score, scorecard holder, yes. 151st. Mate, there's loads, right? And the last important. thing the last I lost thing, mine, I need that. Yeah. I need I need to I need to get on the <laughs> I can't win this, can I? No, you can't. <laughs> Sorry, mate, you can't win. And also we have a uh, just a foot joy. Uh, oh love it with like a little open pin yeah with with like a little open pin like this yes which is also signed no way by henry stenson yes so that is what you can win if you want to win please like this post follow our page tag a friend and we will select a winner I want to say on 11 a.m 9th of august the competition closes so please like the post tag a friend and uh, and follow our page and you can win all this stuff i will send this out to you wherever you are in the world i don't care i will post it out to you free postage you don't need to do, pay anything this is just a little thank you for 1000 followers um just thank you for following us guys honestly we're, we're so uh, proud of ourselves for reaching a thousand followers uh on on instagram so yeah do all those things and we will select a random person to win anywhere in the world thank you very much so yeah, it's not bad, is it? There's, there's, a bunch, there's loads that's, of stuff in here. That's really good. Yeah, oh, that's a good it. glove. That's a really good glove. I also have a glove up here. 
I have another glove that is signed by Tyrrell Hatton. Nice. But That's I'm, I'm going to give this to Leo because uh, he, he watched, oh, he's a massive fan of Tyrrell. So I'm going to save oh, that. That's brilliant. But I think it's, you know, it's, my, my, my uh, glove, which was signed by um, Danny Willett, is still like, you know, literally hung on my like, yeah, little you know, hallway over there. I tried. Dude, I was about to leave. And as I'm leaving, I kind of started on the first, walked all the way around the 18th, and then walked all the way around again. I spent loads of time on the 17th and all that kind of stuff. And then I was I was uh, on the putting green. Well, not on the I was by the putting green. And I noticed, um, you know, the... The way the the players are leaving is next to the putting green. So I just walk, I walk past hoping to kind of see anybody. And Henrik Stenson was just um, teeing off. I think he was going from the first green to the second tee. And he walked past me or he walked past everybody. And I was like, oh, do you mind signing? And he's like, yeah, cool. No problem. So, yeah, it was wicked. But it was it was raining a little bit. So Henrik Stenson's and Tyrrell Hatton's uh, signature was a a tiny bit smudged. But it's it's just because it was raining. Obviously... Adds, adds the character. That's exactly means it. It's re- means so, it's real and happened during the rainy day exactly. in the open. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate thank you. Guys. Please, uh, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, at Rice and Slice Podcast, to, to be in a chance. This is only a competition for Instagram, just as a thank you. So, uh, if you're listening, obviously, on Spotify, you know, uh, Apple, whatever, YouTube, head over to the, our, our Instagram, like the post, um, tag a friend, follow our page, and you will be in with a chance to win. I, th- I think it's a, I think for a first giveaway, that's, Dude, that's pretty good. It's not that bad. Is pretty is it? good. It's not bad. Especially like, you know, all of that is going to one winner. It's not like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I mean listen, a few if, people, if, like, if you, if you want to, I don't know, if you win and you want to share some things with the person you tagged, feel free, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's a, I think it's a pretty decent little giveaway. That's brilliant. I think to be fair, we should we should actually make it that, you know, like, yes, you know, tag the person you want to share this goodie bag with. <laughs> Yeah, but they're not going to tag anybody. I'm sure there's a lot of selfish people that just want to keep everything in the bag. <laughs> just keep which it, just is, keep Which it, is exactly exactly. what I would do. I'd probably give you... What <laughs> would enough, I give you? I'd, I'd probably give you the hat. <laughs> no, you give me the... You give me the tea... You give me the tease because I never buy teas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the teas. I'll give you the hat and I would give you the towel. The rest I'd keep. Fair enough. That's, that's still, that's, that's, you got some decent stuff, Chenji. You can't complain yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I can't complain. <laughs> anyway, I can't guys, complain. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Next week, I'll be at JCB um, yes. uh, as a Greenkeeper volunteer. So I'm going to come back with next week's episode. Oh, no, that's a lie. Uh, no, not next week's episode, the episode after that. I will come back with um, with a bunch of uh, like stories and, and gossip and things to tell from JCB, which is going to be very, very cool. And, is John uh, Daly going to be there again? John Daly's going to be there. Everybody from last year is going to be there, including myself, and I can't wait. Rick Shields is uh, doing a pro-am, so I'm interested to see what celebrities are going to be there. Uh, I think the pro-am is, like, is, is closed off for, for public, so I might be able to like sneak on again and, and, walk, and walk along and pretend like I belong, like I did last year, but we'll see. Uh, I'm going to try and get um, Callum, the head greenkeeper, on the podcast soon. I hope he comes on. I'm going to try and, like, uh, you know, in, uh, what's the word? you know just force him to come on the podcast basically uh so we'll see what happens but yeah guys thank you very much for listening thank you like and subscribe and uh, and we will see you again this time next week bye